Hey, Jesse. Mike! Jesse! Mike, you're on the show. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be back. Great to have me back. Great to have you back on the show. YKS, I mean, the show we're doing right now. It's your Kickstarter yeah. Sucks the Podcast for another week. Yeah, for one more week. One more week. This is the final episode, everybody. I think we've been saying it's the final episode for probably two months. But this is the last time. But this is it, for real. We're done. We're out of here. There's nothing left uh, to do. We've sold the podcast. Sold the podcast to... uh, Who do we sell it to again? I forget who we We sold it to. We sold it to the New York Times for just a shade under $1 million. Yeah. I try to get more. I thought we'd be worth more. They said if we did one more episode, we could get another 750000 So, but I, but we said no. It's you, not worth it. Uh, well, you said no. It's not worth it to me. That's nothing. That's nothing to me at all. I, hell, I make that kind of money every 50 or 60 years. So to me, that's yeah. not that big of a deal. Um, What do we got today? We got some big stuff today, Mike. I want to get to that just... Uh, a little bit later on, I want to address the big news of the week right now. Let's hear it. Which is that I sound like Butthead from Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, you do. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Someone said that you sound like Butthead yeah. from the Beavis and Butthead show. Yep. Yep. Um, do you think you sound like our Butthead? Friend, our friend Jen on Twitter says that I sound like Butthead. <laughs> butthead, she said. And uh, in the Well, par- you don't now. You have a, like a cold or something. So you don't sound like him right now. You think I sound like I have a cold? Um, oh boy. Oh boy. This just took a turn. The New York Times just dropped our valuation again. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, looking for buyers now. Back on the market. Uh, Beavis, hey. Uh. <laughs> well, what's he playing the clip? Uh, uh, I love whacking off. <laughs> I think we've talked about it before. That, that used to be my favorite show. It was my favorite show as well. Loved it. It's a great show. Um, they used to talk about whacking off on there. Yeah. I don't remember anything about the show. You don't remember anything. I remember the movie. I watched the movie a lot. I feel like I feel like you were too young to get into the show. I was probably too young to get most of the jokes. Yeah. I can remember being... I, I had a hard time understanding. You know, the did you see the movie? Yeah. So there's uh, the part of the movie where they've like escaped or whatever it was they were trying to get away from, and they're on the bus, right? Yeah. And they get to like a natural park or something like that. A Beavis and Butthead I'm talking about here, just for anybody who's <laughs> tuned in uh, 90 uh, bars into the... You don't have the time up there, so I don't know what the time... I just said it's 90 bars. So whatever, we're at 100... Okay. Whatever it is. Right whatever. now we're at 120 beats a minute, and we're at 95 <laughs> bars. So you guys do the math. We're in 4-4 time. Um, they're, uh, they go into that little... Uh, the the nature... The natural park. Um, whatever the fuck it is. You know, the with the wood and stuff. Is it uh, Redwood National Forest? I don't remember. But they're inside. They're in like a little information center. Yeah. And uh, they're looking at the display, and in the display is some petrified wood. And they just look at it and laugh. Ha ha ha, wood. Ha ha yeah. ha, petrified wood. And you didn't get that? I didn't know... I guess at the time I wouldn't have been able to put it in these words. I didn't know what irony level it was on. Yeah. Because I was like, well, it's just... I mean, yeah, I know. I get that wood is like... You also say it's just... You got a heart on. I know what that means. 
But why is that so funny that they're sitting there and laughing at it? I didn't realize what yeah. Beavis and Butthead was, really. I didn't realize it was like a, like social commentary, you know? Yeah. But I'm sure you knew all that shit, because you were a smart kid. You were a real smart kid. Yeah, I was 35 when it came out. <laughs> so I knew, I knew all of it. So you'd been there, done that already. Yeah. You'd seen all the shows. Old hat to me. Yeah. You've been laughing at Petrified Wood for decades now. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you sound like Butthead, man. I don't think I do either. Um, but listen, let's just say she, I, she's from down under. So yeah. She doesn't know what anyone sounds like. She doesn't know anything. You know what you sound like to me? Who was that uh, old disgusting pervert uh, from that old show? You remember that? <laughs> um, just, a, just a nasty... A real piece of garbage. You remember him? Oh, and Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I think he's not like him. I think he's not like him. Yeah, I think so too. No, this guy was just a total scumbag. Mm-hmm. He looked like shit yeah. um, in the show, and all the characters hated him. Do you remember? Anyway, you sound exactly like that guy. I rem- do I remind you of him? Yeah, I remind me a lot of him. Like, um, close. Yeah. Pretty close. Almost be like a like a, a double of him. Uh huh. Of the guy that's a big piece of shit that nobody. Yeah, just the nasty, uh, nasty dipshit. The nasty dipshit. Yeah. Uh, that's who you sound like, though. Cool. Well, thanks. <laughs> uh, if you have an opinion as to who I sound like, go ahead and write us in at your Kickstarter sucks at gmail dot com. We'll take the very best ones and throw them in the trash. <laughs> so. Make sure you do write in. So that's Mike. That's my that's my anecdote of the week. What's your anecdote of the week? Do I have one? Uh, well, it's not written down here, and I didn't consult you about it in advance. But yeah, uh, I don't have one. Give, give me, give me one, give me one. Let's let's call it one thing this week that happened. Uh, the people want to know what's going on no, in your don't life at all. I got a new couch now that all the listeners are like, yeah, yes. <laughs> no, let's hear let's hear about it. Uh, the couch quest is over. Yeah, I got rid of the the old disgusting couch. You got a new disgusting uh, couch now. It has a dog vomit and just nasty garbage all over it because I let you sleep on it. <laughs> I that's I did not sleep on your couch. <laughs> Uh, no, I got a new couch, and it's nice. It's nice. It's a nice couch. That's I, hilarious. I mean, it, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not all. There's more? There's more. There's, there's more. Come on. What else is there? You're selling yourself short. Come on. This is the worst. You got a chair, too. I got a couch and a chair. You're right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. See? <laughs> See? Thanks. All right. All right. Do you want to do the six pack now? Um, or do you have more? Do you want to say some more about your couch and chair? Uh, just a disgusting, nasty pervert. Hey. Okay, so for for everybody who doesn't know what the six pack is, we get we get every week we get new listeners on the show, Mike. Yeah, every week we get new ones, and you know, even better than that, all the old listeners don't go away; they actually stay here as well. So it's a bit of a compound effect when you're listening to the show. The audience just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and you know what? That must be a real thrill for the audience, don't you think? (laughs) 
for yeah. the listeners to know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think that's good for them to know? I think they're excited to know that. Uh-huh. I think so, too. You do? Yeah. It's kind of like every year, more and more uh, more and more adults are entering the workforce because they're getting out of college. Mm-hmm. Or they're just getting out of high school and they're going right into the workforce. And as a member of the workforce, you must be like, oh, cool, I got some new buddies. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. I did. I do get. I do get stoked about. I I did get stoked about that. Right. Probably about once a month, more people come in. Yeah. To the force. Yeah. And you get. And you're sitting there going, Yeah. You get a little uh, little pep in your step. You, you do, in, right? Oh, hey. <laughs> new team. New teammates. So that's pretty cool for you guys. So for all the listeners out there, congratulations. <laughs> um. So the six pack is something that we like to do here on YKS. Uh, where we just we take the six right off the top of the deck, you know, you know how you shuffle cards and they go in a deck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So what we do is we take six right off the top. Okay. And we don't what about even the other the other what fifty fifty two minus. Ooh. Well, you know who it is. Ooh, boy, here we go. <laughs> he about to do it. <laughs> yeah. So the rest the rest of them stay in the deck, and then they'll get shuffled another time, and then we'll talk about them. You know, the next go around. Okay. The New York when the New York Times takes over, they'll get. Uh, what's one of those New York Times guys you like so much? Dead David uh, Blankenship. Blankenship. Yep. And then, uh, and then there's the other guy. Who's your favorite? Pete Rose. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's on quite a hot streak, Pete yeah. Rose. Yep. So what they uh, so they'll have a lot to pick from when we're done picking over the bones uh, of this of this dead podcast. So. Uh, we just take those podcasts, we talk about them, we let you know where they're take at. Take those podcasts. We take those Kickstarters. Oh my god, right? did I say take those po- What did I say? <laughs> what did I take say? Take those Kickstarters, we examine them in and out, uh, pick them apart. We, what would you say we do to them? I say we crank them up, uh, like we're in the body shop, we crank them up on that on that jack and get underneath them and just start poking and prodding, seeing what squirts. We do it wild boy style. Yeah, you know what that means. You know what it is. <laughs> so that's what we do. I hope that clears things up for everybody who's wondering what the six pack is. It's just six of them, okay? Leave me the fuck alone, okay? Yeah. We came up with this a long time ago when we didn't think we would be doing this for very long. So uh, that's what it is. The first one I got here, I want to talk to you about, Mike. It's very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I want to be serious with this one. We're having a good time, but I want to be serious about this because this one is important. Okay. 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 okay it's called Allo App. Allo App. Allo App. That sounds nice. Doesn't it sound nice? Soothing. Or that's just my voice that you're hearing. That's so mm-hmm. soothing. No. <laughs> I think no. it's just my voice that makes it sound that way. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Uh, this uh, this was actually submitted by a listener, Mark, but guess what, Mark? I beat you to it. I already saw it, but I'm going to give you your daps anyways. Thanks, nice. Mark. Thank you for thinking of us, Mark, and to everyone else out there, if you have some cool Kickstarters you come across, you think, oh, Jesse's so dumb. He doesn't know how to use the website. He can't figure it out for himself. Go ahead <laughs> and send it to him. Send it to us at yourkickstartersucks.gmail.com. All right, so Allo app is a gentle self-care uh, app. And you just you set reminders to take care of your own self. That's so, cool. That's pretty sick, actually. Um, one of the segments that we did while you were 
traveling the world. Let's see, what were you doing when we had Stefan on the uh, bonus on the Patreon episode? I, if I'm not mistaken, you were in Africa shooting an elephant. Isn't that right? Oh. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that what you were doing? <laughs> yeah, I was on safari. It was a work thing. All right. And you were uh, taking pictures of yourself with the elephant and you, after you cut his tail off and you were yeah. taking the tusks and selling them on the black market? Work thing. Is that right? Yeah. Or was that the one where you were um, uh, you were taking over uh, a company and d- dumping all their waste into um, a tributary in a stream? I'm the fucking bad guy from fucking Captain Planet. Or some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're the onceler, basically. Um, yeah. Well, so what we did with Stefan is we talked about um, we talked about self care. That's important. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll have a little segment later in the show about self-care. So I'm pretty excited to get your take on that. But this one is an app. Hey, there's an app for that. That's what they say. You got to take care of yourself. It's important. Because you're the only you you've got. Yeah, if you don't take care of yourself, who's going to take care of you? Well, God, first of all. Yeah, well, God is going to take care. He's going to do... God's going to do what he can, but and, he can only do so much. Well, he can do... Actually, he can, he can do, do everything, so... Pretty much everything, but... Everything, yeah, full he stop. Only, he only wants to do so much? Well, and I don't you know, know, through him, everything's possible. Okay, well. So this is a... This why app, do I have cancer? Yeah, well, look. All right, well. This app is against God. <laughs> I'm trying to say. So this is the Allo app. Uh, it's got $11,000 pledged right now, $40,000, 273 backers, 25 days to go. Um, look, this sucks ass. Uh, and it sucks like a lot more ass even than it seems like. First of all, it was created in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, <laughs> so that's going to be a big negative. <laughs> lots of things. Lots of things happen in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, lots of bullshit. All right. It's probably like the city that listens to our podcast more than any yeah, other. Yeah, probably. It's like the number one city. No, I code. think it's like uh, Jakarta. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't know. We're big. We're big in Jakarta. Um well, so here's the deal with this. Uh, this was created by a lady named Amber. I'm not trying to shit on Amber personally. This is not about her. This is about her bad idea. <laughs> and that even seems too harsh. But basically, uh, this this is where it comes from. Okay, she uh, her name is Amber. Uh, she's formerly the founder of Femsplain. Yeah. And I guess... Which we're all familiar with. I guess Femsplain was in Brooklyn, which is kind of weird. <laughs> right? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Well, they have a Slack channel, and all you got you all you have to do is pay twenty dollars, and you can join the Femsplain Slack channel. Is that true? This sounds like I'm making it up, and I'm not making this up. All right. What? So what is the what is the Femsplain? Well, it's basically just like Fems. It's Femsplain. It's like <laughs> feminine splain. Okay. Uh, it says here Femsplain inspires discussion. And connection through storytelling by amplifying the voices of trans or cis women and gender non-conforming individuals. Um, then a bunch of other shit. And it looks like a fucking like magazine, except for it's... <sighs> I don't know. I'm getting um, the vapors thinking about this for too long. But this lady uh, created Femsplain. And if you think that's cool, then that's great. Uh, she also uh, was a creative strategist for Hillary Clinton. And that went pretty well, I think. <laughs> and she also worked for Tumblr. Yeah. And she also uh, was the social media manager for Denny's. 
Oh, shit. So she's basically just hit like five bullseyes of, oh, of shit fuck. that I don't like. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, the Denny's, the Denny's Twitter account. Or is it IHOP? Which one is the worst Denny's one? Denny's was, I think, the original real shitty one. The guy who got profiled all the time. He looks like this sniveling little twerp. Yeah. Says Bay on there all the time. He probably makes like $200,000 now. Yeah. He's probably... More than, more than that, probably. He probably oversees Denny's and Captain D's and... Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. He does That's a, cool. Hey, are you are you Bay's ready for some uh, soup by the fire? <laughs> are you... <laughs> Yeah, because you know they have people don't know that about Cracker Barrel. They have a fire in there all the time. Yeah, they do. They always have a fire, so you can feel like you're at home. Hmm. Then where they you got, have a fireplace? Where you? Where we all have fireplaces, right? <clears throat> and uh, they've got that little game on the table where you put you move the golf tees in a triangle. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. The impossible puzzle game. You got all that uh, goofy hillbilly shit on the wall. Well, now that one actually does remind me of home, but the rest of it I can't really relate to. <laughs> so. So she got, um, she's saying she had a tough time while she was working on the campaign. I can't imagine why. Um, and, uh, she said she, she would, uh, have difficulty remember to remembering to brush her teeth or drink water. Um, and she's right here. She's got this, uh, letter from Hillary. She says here, uh, she took a break. She searched the marketplace. Uh, she said the, the only thing that seemed to be good for her was following people on social media who advocated for self care. So, what yeah. she did was she created this little reminder app called Aloe. You know, because Aloe is soothing, right? You get a sunburn or whatever. Uh-huh. And if you ask me, uh, Donald Trump could use some Aloe as well, because that guy looks like he's been out in the sun yeah. <laughs> for, for dang old 70 years. Uh-huh. That's how dang all orange he is. <laughs> you know? Yeah, wouldn't mind squirting some aloe on that bad boy. He's all he's all wrinkled, you know. <laughs> he fell asleep in his uh, chair outside. Yeah, that's oh, what the, the episode it. of Seinfeld was based on, where Kramer did the racist suntan. Yeah. Oh, I just fell asleep outside for a while. That's the president saying that. I just fell asleep outside for a very long time. Nobody woke me up, Mister President. But that doesn't explain your hair, <laughs> or unless unless you were outside for so long that a Bird built a freaking nest in it. Nice. Man, he's going to be pissed when he hears this shit. <laughs> I don't give a care. So, this is Aloe. It's a, it's a free app. It's free. So why would you pay for it, um, even though it's free? Well, you know what? Shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> uh, you can... Um, you can you can spend... Five, let's see. I think you... Five, $5 gets you some updates on this bad boy. Okay. So, five five dollars gives you some updates. Ten bucks, you gonna you get to okay. I gotta read all these because they're I can't make them up. It's hard for me to vamp about these things because I would never think to do them. Yeah. So ten dollars is the B. <laughs> I'm upset. I'm sorry. Ten dollars is the B and Rose Summoner. That says here it's as cute as it sounds. You'll not only get to summon your personal pixel bee to our Twitter garden, you'll also get to name it. Uh, we'll display your bee in our founder's garden. Uh, you'll also be given the ability to send gold roses to friends. So they're 
I don't, Lewis. I let so, me. I just got to keep going. Yeah, uh, fifteen okay. bucks. You you'll be mailed your own gardener's badge. You can display it proudly on your laptop or anywhere stickers can stick. In other words, it's a sticker. <laughs> you'll also get a three month membership when the app comes out of beta, plus everything above. Although, like I said, it is a free app. Um, so something to to think about there. Twenty five bucks or more. Uh, this is you're a club member here, and you're you're going to get an exclusive invite to participate in the beta version of the Allo app one month before it's made public. Uh, okay, so forty bucks. You're an alpha adventurer. You receive an exclusive invite to participate in our alpha testing period. Uh, and then all the other stuff. Okay, eighty bucks. You get the alpha version uh, two weeks before the adventurers. That's the alpha explorer. Then $250, you get behind-the-scenes look on progress made on Allo over the next few months. You'll also get a shout-out in the app on the Thank You page. And you'll also get voting uh, pribs on features and privileges, I think, on features and development. For $500, you're going to become a co-op member of the Garden. So what you do here is you get to suggest features every quarter that get voted on by your peers. And your flower... In uh, your name on the flower will get featured in our founder's garden at the very top for God. everyone to see. Hey, and it, do you live in New York City or the surrounding area? Of course you do. So meet me at the Brooklyn Botanical Garden uh, in the spring at your convenience for lunch and a walk. <laughs> at $1,000, you're going to get uh, a whole team uh, membership for your whole team for one year. And the, you get a rare white and gold rose to advertise your company in the founder's garden. Plus a shout out on social media. So that's a that's a twelve month team membership there and a level three rare white rose plus premium plot in the founder's uh, garden. Sounds great. So as you can see, it's basically sick as fuck, and the app itself. Uh, it, 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 you think I'm just talking about the garden here, but the founder's garden is totally separate from the, from it's the app. A- thing on the website right it's a thing on the website and also she said it's on twitter somehow i'm not sure how it's on twitter i don't get what that is Ugh. but the app itself okay uh it's so it is free there's no limit to how many times you can check in and you set up your own reminders okay okay so on the main screen you've got nine self-care tasks drink break brush vitamins medication Shower, sleep, snack, be kind, and indulge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and they're going to put some custom emojis on there. Then you can uh, make a journal in there, and it will uh, it'll have a reflection space for you where you can answer three simple questions. Past, present, and future. Um, how was your day? Who is one person who makes you happy? What is one thing you'll do for yourself tomorrow? And then it uh, creates a journal entry for you based on your answer to uh, your answers to those questions. Yeah. I mean, of course, of course you got it. Yeah. So as far as membership goes, because it is a free app, but sometimes <clears throat> there is paid membership, you get some pretty sweet, uh, icon packs. You get swag. Uh, there isn't, uh, there's no swag, uh, but you get to add new tasks. So you're not stuck to those same old, same old nine self care tasks, like sleeping and showering. <laughs> Uh, and then you have an even more in-depth look at your self-care uh, data. Yeah. And um, and it's completely functional even without a membership, it says here. So. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, and right now, like I said, 11,000 to 40,000, 25 days to go. 
It is a project we love on Kickstarter, so it's, it's going to get featured from here on out. So, I don't know. What do you think about that, Mike? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to take uh, to take in, but uh, I'm all in on this one. On the shark. From the show? From Shark Week? Yeah. I'm all in, dude. You're Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, I'm out. Okay, well. <clears throat> I don't brush my teeth, and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a lot, dude. Hey, the shark probably would have to remind himself to brush his teeth, because he's got so many of those dang things. <clears throat> I think if he had more, uh, he would know no, when to brush. You know, Mike, when you dissect the joke, it kills it. All right. Let me lay one on you. Dipshit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. Um... This is what I got for you. All right. It's called Kickstarter's Special Edition Collectible Enamel Pins. Pretty cool, right? You think uh, Yeah. enamel pins all the rage right now with the kids? Kids love pins. They love pins. And uh, these, these pins are even better because they're Kickstarter Special Edition pins. Now, are these made by Kickstarter? Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, real quick. <laughs> Lay it uh, down, dipshit. Uh, real quick, uh, no, they're not. Okay. So uh, it's just some guy, uh-huh. uh, and so uh, he just wanted to make some pins. Uh, one of the pins says "Super Backer." The other pin says "I bought this pin for one hundred dollars." Um, another one says "I bought this pin for one thousand dollars." Pretty good scam, though, right? It is actually a good. I do like the scam. <clears throat> like saying, "I bought this uh, shirt for one thousand dollars," and sell it for one thousand. Didn't Drew make a one hundred dollars shirt? Drew did do that. God damn, yeah. he's so fucking like good at I think scams. He sold like a two thousand of them. No, I'm just kidding. No, is that a lot? Two thousand times a hundred? How much I is that? Know. Well, we'll get somebody will email in and tell us. Email us in if you know what two thousand times a hundred is. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing uh, about this fucking. So thing. this basically went ham. It's the top of the Kickstarter list. He made a million on this. Yeah, he's the richest um, man in the world. Just past Bill Gates. So, uh, real quick, no, uh, he didn't. It's it's one hundred twenty eight dollars pledged of the nine hundred dollar goal. Very low goal. I mean, I guess in relation to what this is. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, fine, right? all he had to do was sell one thousand dollar pin. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, three backers on this, but funding was canceled yesterday. No, no reason why that I can that I can find out. I can't imagine. Um. Super strange, right? Almost spooky. Peculiar, yeah. A little bit freaky. <laughs> no, uh, so it's pretty bad. It's not endorsed by Kickstarter at all. Uh, it says, uh, these pins are, are for those who love high quality, comma, exclusivity, and have a good sense of humor. So, so he didn't throw the Oxford comma in there. Yeah, that's what. That's the one place he fucked up. Yeah, that's probably why they canceled. <clears throat> gotta have that oxford uh if you would have gotten in on this you would have uh been able to purchase the pen that says i bought this pen for 100 dollars." could have got that bad boy for 79 bucks now that doesn't make a whole heap of sense it, it doesn't make sense because it makes a lot of sense to me it does make sense that's a 100 dollars product that you're getting for 79 dollars. so yeah. how could you you'd be a fool yep you're right hey when you're right you're right 
I don't know, man. You're right about that. Um, I looked into this one, and this guy created this Kickstarter in conjunction with this person named Anita. I'm assuming it's his wife or girlfriend or something. Whatever. It doesn't matter. She made a project, a product called The Accurate Spoon, which is, as you can see here, it's on Indiegogo. Well, the listeners can't see it, Mike. Why don't you tell us all about it? I was getting to that. Jesse, thank you. Uh, it's an angled... It's an angled spoon that uh, you can buy. Wow. Do you think Neo got a hold of it? Oh, that's the, because of that scene. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, kind of a deep cut <laughs> for all the Wachowski heads out there. It's can we a, talk about the Wachowskis for a second? Uh, I don't think we should talk about the Wachowskis. <laughs> can we just, for one, can we just set, one second? With, Let's just talk. you here. Um, I think we just need to talk about it real quick because... You know what they both did, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know what they both did. Made some great films. <laughs> what about the spoon? Though? This is the accurate spoon. God damn it. Um, so it doesn't even look like it's actually a spoon. It's because, not really a spoon. It's like a... Because you can't use it to eat cereal. Right. It's for... So the, the reason, quote unquote, the reason why they created it was because the per- <laughs> this lady saw somebody... Uh, putting some sugar in something and she was like uh, she wasted all the sugar it went all over the floor and uh all over the countertop and it's a good way to uh, get ants so i just wanted to create this pro like well that's just you're just shitty at holding a spoon that's not you don't really need a whole product for i don't it. think just, i've ever had this problem just be careful it's basically a funnel attached to the end of a spoon so it's not a spoon yeah it's for putting pepper in a small pepper hole and it's for um, like uh, if you want to drizzle something on your plate, like if you uh, if you have company over and you want them to think you're a real stupid prick, you can do it that way. So, yeah. pretty great. Uh, hope there's a lot of resources wrapped up in this spoon. Um, and that's not e- that's not even the thing we were talking about. That's not even the thing we were talking. Well, about. What we were talking about was the Wachowskis <laughs> and, what they, and what they did. What do you? Let's move on to the next one. What else? What else do you got here, Jay? All right, I got another one for you. This is uh, this one right here is called the 2018 Make Shit Happen Planner. Oh, okay. Uh, so these two gals looks like they're gal pals, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, probably gal pals, and um, it's basically a notebook, which is pretty sick, and it's made out of paper, and I guess maybe some other materials as well. <laughs> yeah, it's probably some glue in there. I, I'd, I'd hate to speculate, but that's my guess. Yeah. It's roughly book-shaped. Uh, what these guys decided to do was take that take that boring old stodgy planner we're all used to. Yeah. And give it a kick! That's <laughs> the... <laughs> yeah, hey, we're, we're turning the planner world on its head. Nice, nice planner, Grandpa. I'm skating by. <laughs> skating by with your new planner. This doesn't make it happen. So the, the old, pl- old guy's like, oh, <laughs> he's falling over. All right. The planner itself actually only says make it happen. Yeah. But the product is called make shit happen. So it's kind of cute because um, it's the, so the coloring is embossed, but the SH is like blacked out. So it's kind of cute. Um, and basically that's all it's got going for it. Um, of course, it's, I'm sure it's a good planner as far as planners go. It folds flat, which is cool. It's a, got a durable binding on there. Uh, it's got lots of pages, which that's pretty much the main thing is you want to be able to write in the motherfucker. 
<clears throat> and of course, it's got these cute little prompts like, uh, hey, here's a curiosity list. And then uh, here's my vision. Um, and then you've actually got a page in there that says make shit happen. So instead of just like a a, th- a paper where you can just write whatever you want down, now you have to write make shit happen on there. So you can't. Um, and then there's a calendar as well. It's got all their cute little fonts. It doesn't say like make motherfucking May happen or anything like that. It just says May. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't really. It's but... motherfucking May, bitch. Like maybe. It's yeah. Like, you remember that? I think we talked about that before. That that cookbook. That oh, was just like, yeah. Add the fucking salt, motherfucker. Like that real cheesy bullshit. It was that the, the lady who did a, a what is it? A, like Gangster Kitchen or something? Is yeah. That what, isn't that what it was? That white lady. Something like that. That white piece of crap. Now, Mike hates white people, and you're going <laughs> to pick up on that. The cool thing about this planner, though, JF, yeah. uh, you could theoretically uh, rip all the pages out and keep your weed in there. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, I think that's probably probably right. Uh, Thug Kitchen. Thug what it Kitchen. Was. Yeah, yeah. The actually the main page uh, of it says, "Welcome to Thug Kitchen, motherfucker." That's what it actually does say. Yeah, dude. Thug Kitchen One Hundred and One, <laughs> fast as fuck. So damn good. Eat a goddamn salad. Your asshole will thank you. Trace motherfucking late chase. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. These guys are kind of boss and badass and chill. <laughs> yeah, those are all words. <laughs> Anyways, different people. Different set of badasses, okay? <clears throat> We're just talking about these standard old regular badasses with the make shit happen. Uh, the motherfucker. Uh, motherfucking shit ass. Like, fucking <laughs> cocksucking ass bitch journal. What the fuck? 2018. So, uh, yeah, this motherfucking shit is like, uh, it's like, it's either 40 bucks or 60 bucks, depending on how gaudy you want your little planner to look, how much gold foil you want pasted on the outside of it. Is it getting funded? Is that, that's the question. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's $23,544 of 25,000 with 46 days to go. They did the same thing, uh, previous to this, right? I was looking at their... Well, no, not as, no, no. Actually, no, because what they did uh, last year was they did a 2017 make shit happen calendar. <laughs> oh, so that one was completely so, so that was make shit happen. Completely different idea. But that was uh, 27. So the numbers in there would say 2017. Yeah. And I guess the idea this time around is if you didn't make the shit happen last year, this year you can make shit happen. And they only got $140,000 on that other one. That is fucking nuts to me. Isn't that cool? Oh, boy. And those were also, it looks like, 38 bucks. Thirty, Yeah, 39 bucks. Either 39 bucks or 68 bucks or 76 bucks. Again, just depends on how much gold foil you want your tribe to uh, see you with. What do you think about that tribe? <clears throat> you seen this? What? The terminology for oh, that's racist. Um, oh. I would. I think me and you should make one. I think me and you should join a tribe called uh, "Make Stuff Happen." Then we'll sell it. We could sell it to both places. We could sell it to people who uh, like stupid shit. Yeah, and also just uh, those people who are Christians. Yeah, the Christians. They they're not going to buy a shit calendar. They're not right? going to buy the shit calendar. Yeah. <clears throat> so, make stuff happen. Why don't we just, why don't we go, well, like, the Lord. we could go the other way with it, and, um, 
think it might be a good idea to make it for different niches, you know? Yeah. So like uh like if we want to make sure that gay guys will get it, just say we'll just say make gay shit happen twenty eighteen. Or if you're like a farmer, you're like make farming shit happen. Yeah. Because once you get the template, it costs you nothing to just print another word on there. You know, make, like what's another group of people? Make butthead stuff happen. And right. it's like your pick on the front. I'm not a butthead. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, best of luck though. Uh, One hundred and forty thousand on that last one. Yeah. Hey, I hope they make a million bucks for just putting shit on a book. Yeah, and give us some if you want to. We're not saying you have to. Yeah. We but we did kind of just uh, advertise for we it. Kind so, of endorsed the product. Yeah. So I don't know. You know. Do you think they'll make a 2019 make shit happen planner? No, they couldn't possibly do a three peat, could they? Hey, that's what they said about MJ. <laughs> Hey, speaking of Michael Jackson, hang, uh, hang on now. I got something for your kids. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! What? Come on, now that's this a, is you're called, crossing a line. All right, sorry. Um, this is called phone addiction cage, right? Well, it's like a cock cage for your phone. Yeah, it's exactly like a cock cage that one would put around their penis. You seen those things? <clears throat> yeah. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff they got there on that internet. Hey, but look, you ever go into a, like a store? Very rarely. And they have a they have a plastic thing on the item you want to buy, mm-hmm. and you're like, "This is the item I wanted to buy, and it's got a plastic thing on it." Yeah, I'm trying to get a product. Yeah. Then you got to call like them. those pesky oh. razor blades you got down there at Walgreens, and that's why this week's show is sponsored by Harry's fucking razors. Yeah, Harry's fucking razors. <laughs> they're what is they're five dollars a month. We know the other guys are cheaper, but hey, just th- buy these ones anyway. But these fuckers, you know, you stupid asshole. <laughs> this is called the phone addiction cage. Uh, getting teenagers on task, and as you could probably uh, guess from the description, it's a fucking little plastic box that you put your phone in um, and you have to put a padlock on it. And they don't supply the padlock. You gotta get the padlock. You gotta get the padlock separately, but... If only there were a way to put a padlock around something else you could put a phone in. But, nah, technology's just not there yet. Yeah. Like a door or something. This is... So, this uh, has five days to go, right? Mm $4.01 pledged of $118. So I don't think he's gonna make it. I, you know what, you're you're always the skeptic, but me, I believe in the cock cage for iPhones. <laughs> the the phone addiction cage is a stepwise reminder for uh, encouraging acceptable phone behavior. So that's pretty cool. It says so. It's aimed at teachers. Looks like yeah. So this guy's a teacher, and he created this because he's in class and he uh, wants people to pay attention. Why? Hey, why don't you uh, make some better stuff going on up there on that, uh, what is it, blackboard? Why don't you uh, do something cooler up there, and then I'll I'll put down my Angry Birds. Isn't it weird how it used to be a blackboard, and now it's a whiteboard? Yeah. What's up with that? Civil rights. It's like we freaking... They flip-flopped it. It's like we freaking gentrified the sc- uh, school boards. Yeah. I'm trying to do this... I'm trying to work in this bit now where... Um, <laughs> It's a whole blackboard and whiteboard thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? We freaking—it's like freaking Brooklyn in here. It used to be 
a bunch of black boards, and now it's a white board. Yeah. And they think my food's too spicy now. <laughs> it used to be it was okay, and now my food's too... They think it's too spicy. This thing has a couple different modes, right? <clears throat> Whiteboard's up there wearing dockers. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a little, it's a little box, but it has a, a translucent, transparent front case to it. So you can put the phone inside of it. Just like a cock cage, yeah. And um, you could put the phone inside of it and give the kids access to the phone... Like, they can see that they're getting notifications. Uh, that's one way you can put it in there. And another way is you can turn the phone completely around so they can't even see that they're getting notifications. Oh, my God. It's like really denying <clears throat> them pleasure, you know. Uh, this other mode is called... It's a total different, like, front face for this fucking thing. It's called... Uh, <laughs> this is... It's called Irritant. Uh-huh. Uh, and the description for it is student locks phone properly in the phone addiction cage, really into this fucking name, has about 80% access to it, depending on the phone. There's three blocks uh, on the screen. So you, you can, can swipe some to. places, but you can not swipe others. some places. Yeah. So you okay. can't, that's just extremely weird to me that you would even make that. Yeah. It's almost like he gets off on denying them that, yeah. that sweet release, you know? Yeah. And you're just aching. You know, you're just aching for it, and you just can't. <laughs> you just won't. Let, he won't let you, and you're just you're begging, like, please give me the key. Please give me the key. But he's like wearing the key around his neck for the phone, just to like tease you with it. Like, this is my key for know? the phone. And then he walk. Yeah, for the <clears throat> well, for the yeah, for the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Look how so, small your phone is. It's so small. Anyway, it's kind of weird over there. Um, <laughs> small little phone in this in this cage. You like where you like having that that pink cage on your phone. <laughs> so, all right. <clears throat> so that's the phone addiction cage. It's uh, is it? a big piece of shit, and I hate it. Yeah, kind of sadistic. Yeah, I think I think the plan is to sell it to schools so they'll um, like. Adopt it like they'll have it in every classroom. Yeah, I think that's like his master plan. But yeah, well, good luck. Uh, my wife is a teacher. She works at a school, which is I think normally where teachers, where teachers like to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's <laughs> where teachers hang out. <laughs> like their house. They fucking they're always there. Uh, but uh, yeah, she's just trying to get them to like move a court, and they won't do it. So yeah, uh, good luck to this guy who wants to sell stuff to schools. That uh, famous industry with tons of money. <laughs> so we all know how they love buying stuff over there at schools. All right. So here's here's mine, Mike. Yeah. Um, listen, I'll be honest. We, we're drinking a little uh, brew. We're drinking some brews, right? Yeah, we are having a couple of belts. Having a little uh, having a little drink, as they say. Uh, having a little liquid refreshment. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Adult beverages. Right. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever met those guys that are real turds about what they call it? Who talk like that? Mm-hmm. Do you do like that? Yeah. They're all they brought some libations. Yeah. This guy again. <laughs> well, at least he brought the libations. <laughs> okay, this is this is kind of like beer, except for guess what? There's no booze in it. And it tastes like shit. What? It's called Canvas, a new type of beverage made from saved grain. It's saved the very first. Grain. Saved, okay. Yeah, saved so grain. So it's grain that's uh, given his life to uh, Christ. Is that right? <laughs> well, that's right, Mike. Uh, it is. This is the first Christian grain. 
Well, actually, what it what it if we can be serious for a moment, All right. what it really All right. is, if you get right down to it, Mike, is um, it's grain that goes through the beer making process and then comes out the other side. So it's sort of like uh, you know how you make coffee, right? Uh, yes. Let's just say I do. <laughs> Come on, let's skip this whole part. Where... Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna explain the process of making coffee to Mike, but we're gonna go ahead and cut this out in post. Um, you said the other day that you have a grudge against me for making fun of <laughs> Come on. The, way that, the way that you take your coffee. And I felt really bad about that. Did you? When you told me that, I because you just don't realize sometimes how your words hurt. Yeah. Well, I hope you, I hope you know now. So what you like to do is you like to go and you like to get a big, <laughs> tall cup of joe. <laughs> no, I said on like a, one of the first episodes or something, I... I'll get a coffee and I'll put uh, two sugars and maybe a cream in it. And you're like, and you're like, yeah. Well, who who gives a shit at that point? <laughs> yeah, who fucking cares anymore? <laughs> Might as well just dump whatever the fuck you want. Like, I was like, Jesus Christ! I didn't know that was bad. All right, I'm sorry. I was trying a new bit. All right, the coffee snob. <laughs> so, well, I mixed. I switched up my whole fucking uh, coffee. You re- changed your life regiment. Because of, uh, I got bullied. How do you take it now? Uh, up my ass. (laughs) Hey, I don't take it up my ass. Come on, hey, come on. He doesn't take it up his ass. I'll do either black or two coffee. But it is, that's fine to do nowadays. Yeah. So. Two, two sugars is fine to do nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, two sugars, what are you talking about? The guys in this room right now? God, would you just fucking say what you're gonna say? (laughs) (laughs) What? What? You gonna be somewhere? (laughs) We fucking, I came over here at like three o'clock. All right. You fuck, you're fuck, you're fucking around. <clears throat> so this is uh, basically the reason I brought up the coffee thing is just for an analog. Imagine taking those spent coffee grounds. Yeah. And then uh, just uh, putting a big old spoon in there and chopping them up. Wouldn't that be good? Uh, yes. So he's reusing. <laughs> he's uh, reusing spent uh, grain, spent which grain. in my mind is analogous to coffee grains. Uh, or coffee grinds. Coffee grains? Boy, I got grains on the brain. Yeah, you're a big grain head. <laughs> Love my barley. So, Canvas is a sustainable plant-based barley beverage made from saved grain. Uh, it's got some fiber in there and all other kinds of shit like that. And, uh, let's see, it comes into this little... It's got flavors. Original, cocoa, cold brew latte, matcha, and turmeric chai. That sounds really bad. Um, and the idea is, look, hey, this is a green product. And no, I'm not talking about the color yeah. um, of the uh, the milk or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I'm talking about because it's recycled, you know? And it comes in one of these little bottles that looks like uh, the very expensive juice at the store that you'd never let yourself buy. Yep. The I'm juice a sucker that... for those juices, man. Have you ever bought one of the juices? Yeah, we've t- actually talked about this before. Where but uh... I didn't know it extended to fruit juice because that shit is expensive. Yeah. Any kind of juice. I'm a sucker for that new juice. Is that a juice I've never seen before? Give me that. That's me at the store. You get it cold pressed? You do, have you done cold press? Uh, yes, I have. There's a uh, there's a juice place on the way home from my kid's uh, school uh, to my house. And sometimes I'll pass by there. And I, I think to myself, uh, you know what? Instead of a coffee with all with all that four and five sugars and a big old cup of cream that I put in there, which I love to do, why don't I do something healthy? I'll get some juice. Yeah. 
But before I walked in there and made myself look really stupid, I went online and looked at what they have. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like apple juice, it's like cold pressed, like carrot, whatever the fuck. And uh, and it's only like uh, $7.60 <laughs> for a bottle of it. For a juice. Like 12 ounces. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's expensive. Hell, I can buy a damn apple tree for that kind of money. I bought a juicer, um, and I've used it, I think, uh, five times. Do you have anything here we could juice? I do. I have some carrots. Do you want to go make some carrot juice? I think we should. All right, we'll be right back. Wait, let's do this first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You just need to get a carrot in you right quick. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, this is, I guess, the same idea. It looks like it's going to be real fucking expensive. Uh, and I don't know what it's going to taste like or what the what the calorie count is going to be on these bad boys. Um, but I'm thinking that it's not going to be as good as beer would just be my you guess. You think it's going to taste like beer? I, I don't think so. So it's it says it just says beverage all the time, which really frightens me a little bit. Beverage. You know? Yeah. Like. It'd be like if they kept calling it a liquid over and over again. Like they're almost assuring you that you can drink it. But like, maybe it would kind of like like almond milk or soy milk or maybe soy would be close, yeah. right? Kind of yeah. like a soy flavor. It says barley <clears throat> milk, right? That's what it actually is like technically is a yeah. barley milk. I don't know. That doesn't sound too great to me. But I, I I appreciate the idea of like not wanting to throw this crap in the garbage. Well, look at these folks. They're having fun. They got some stock images here of them laughing, holding a bottle of this uh, juice. They're having fun. What do you think the? Uh, what do you think they're talking about? I was going to say, what do you think the file name is for that stock? <laughs> to a multicultural woman holding a bottle. Yeah, I would. I would say millennial bottle yeah. hold. I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. But for the price of, let's see, it looks like. 39 smackaroonies. You're going to be the first to try a canvas. Um, I'd drink it. Would you drink it? I'll drink anything. I don't give a shit. I don't care what I put in my body. Yeah. For 39 bucks, you get 12 12 ounce bottles with a mixed case of all the flavors. That's not that expensive, is it? No. What's 39 divided by 12? If you know what 39 divided by 12 is, go ahead and send that into your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. I like the fact that they've they're all merched out already. They've already got it. Look, they got a sticker and a They pen, got so much swag. Uh drink bottles. Look, look at this. Look at this one. Uh music video shoot at our launch party in New York City. They got this band to show yeah. up. And Precious Bird. Music. Precious Bird, the famous uh band. You know them and I love them. Can I tell you something? I got on the way over here, I got behind a uh a Nissan Cube. Yeah. And there was a Twitter handle on the back of it that was like, uh. It's gonna say the name. <laughs> what? I shouldn't say the name of it? <laughs> you don't want me to say the name of the Twitter handle I saw on there? Go ahead. <laughs> well, I fucking forgot it. So I hope you're happy. All uh, right. But anyways, I've, I fucking. I, I checked it out. It's some band. Oh. So well, anyway, that was a good story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so you get the idea, but that's actually not as expensive as I thought. I just think it sounds kind of gross, and I would drink it. I don't care if you put it in front of me; I'll drink whatever I want. But uh, I don't know. Weird idea to launch a. I think I've said on here before. 
to me, I, if I'm going to drink something, I'd rather it get me drunk or get me energized. And it seems like this is not going to do either. So for me, I just, I don't feel like I have the, the caloric budget or interest to, uh, to suck down something that's not giving me a boost one way or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know what I mean. I mean, so you hate it because it's a health drink. Well, that's not. Is it healthy? What are the health benefits? How do you know? What are the health benefits to barley milk? I guess we could have done some research on this. It's, uh, well, it's it's vegetarian, right? Obviously. Yeah, dude, but is it vegan? No, it's not vegan. You don't know shit. You don't even know the difference. Yeah, I do, dude. Explain the go ahead. Explain the difference between vegan and vegetarian, and here he goes. Okay, well, vegan is obviously more better than the other one. You are drooling right now. What's going on? All over right. There? So the one that I have for you, folks, is called. Uh, uh, okay, it's another card game. You love those. What do you mean another card game? Have we ever done one before? I think we've done one or two. Okay. Uh, this one's called Right or Racist. So you can tell right off the bat, these guys are not playing around. Yeah, but they do want you to be playing around with their card game. Oh my god, nice. Um, America is a divided country. Yeah. Uh, one side claims that America has become too racist, sexist, and hateful. Uh, I'm the other side, baby. While the side... While the side, while the other side, maybe higher copy here, copy editor. While the other side says people have become too sensitive and politically correct, I created this game to help shed some light on the truth. Uh, and the the truth is what? What is the truth? What's um, what is ra- what is racism? So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like we got a good handball. Scott's going to solve it, I think, with this game, and try to determine once and for all what is right and what is racist. Kind of working his own game name in there i hope that this game becomes a tool for us to learn i'm sure it will about one another and ourselves engage in useful dialogue and most importantly to laugh at ourselves i can imagine a big family of white people inviting their friendly black neighbors over yeah and just enjoying this uh, great game and at the end everyone comes away learning a great deal yeah i think at the end of the game Probably both sides would say, you know what, I maybe didn't Shaking necessarily hands. agree with what you were saying there, but I totally appreciate your perspective now that we've played this card game together. So the the basic idea is you get uh, some situ- like some situational cards or like uh, presented with a fact, um, and you have to say, yeah, that's... A fact, like, uh, like just for instance, like uh, black people are loud in the movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah, that's a... Uh... So you could say that's hey that's racist, and you'd lay down like a that's racist card, or you'd say that's right they are they need to tone it down, and you'd you get hit with a or you hit throw down the that's right card that has a, like a little MAGA guy on it. That's cool. And uh, so what happens is after everybody's laid down their cards, uh, the guy the DM of the fucking thing says, uh, "Hey, it's actually that's actually wrong." Uh, white people are just too quiet. And so, <laughs> and so at the end you count up how many uh, racist cards or how many that's right cards you have. And, uh, you're either the winner or loser. I don't that. understand the game mechanics. So this, it's <clears> like, <throat> it goes around the room and then there's somebody's opinion. Like, 
Yeah. Like Scattergroy is like you decide who came up with the best answer. So here's so here's one one of the one of the card examples, right? Um Oh so, Jesus. So Christ. you're presented with this this card, right? The the guy says uh, so here's the card. According to 1994 and 1996 study of factors affecting... This is fucked fact, up. Yeah. According to the 1994 study of factors affecting watermelon consumption in Jesus the United Christ. States, African Americans consume the most watermelon across all demographics on a per capita basis. So you can lay down a card that says, hey, that's uh, extremely fucked up. I don't believe that. Uh, everybody likes watermelon. It's pretty good. Um, or you can lay down one that says, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, they uh, do be doing that. You probably wouldn't say it like that. You you love watermelon so much, you got a freaking watermelon pillow in there. That's how much you love it. Can I say that on the show? <laughs> yeah. Is that I okay guess, to say? I guess it's a decorative pillow of a watermelon. Did now you buy that with the couch or that come with the couch? I bought that separately. You bought that separate from the couch. I think my wife did. Um, this guy you, freaking loves watermelon. If you want to know more about what stuff's laying around my house, send in an email. Your Kickstarter sucks <laughs> at gmail.com. So everybody uh, answers like that's either racist, that's not racist, and, and then the, the guy flips over the okay, card. Okay, so there is a fact of the matter. It's yeah. not just yeah. one guy's opinion. There is a He does include the actual truth to it. Yeah. So this guy's got it all figured out. Yeah, exactly. Are there any more examples? Uh, yes, there are. So one of them just one of them could be like uh, uh, studies show that um, Asians actually drive the slowest mm-hmm. on all the roads or whatever. So you yeah. just take a stereotype and you you say like a study set or whatever. Yeah, and that's how you play yeah. the game. So that's all this guy did. He had like five hundred racist ideas. Yeah, and then he put studies show in front of it. Yeah. So this is like racist family feud. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Here's the, in South Korea, dog meat is the fourth most consumed meat behind beef, chicken, and pork. Um, is that racist or is that right? I'm gonna say that's. I'm gonna say that's right. Mostly because I'm staring at the card that says that's right. The but, it, but it doesn't Koreans, have any facts on it. Well, you just have to trust this guy. Because he, who put the game together? You or him? I mean, it's, it's, it says it says that's right. And then you would expect like a citation. Yeah. But it actually says the South Koreans love them some dog. In my opinion, Labrador and Cocker Spaniel stew are the tastiest ones. Yeah. Hashtag who Ooh. let the dogs who let out. The dogs out. So that's pretty funny. Right? So that's not even, that's not the actual fact. He just, he's just being racist again. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So the guy who made this game is like a big time racist. Yeah. Pretty cool. Right. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Um, Let's read some of the other ones. <laughs> There was okay. Uh, let's if you had to make up one, what would you say? This is just this is not you making it up. Right. This is just this is you thinking about how to help this guy out. Okay. By creating a card like a racist card for his okay. dumb game, something you you don't even want to do anyway. Okay. Like you hate being racist. I know yeah. everybody knows it. But if you had to, uh, in order to to make one of these, what would what would your thing be? Okay. Uh. Right or racist? Mm-hmm. Back when the Wachowski twins <laughs> were guys, their movies were really good. But then, uh, a little bit later, <laughs> they both turned into ladies, and their movies aren't good anymore. <laughs> is that right, or is that racist? <laughs> I mean, did you see Jupiter Ascending? It's 
not as good as The Matrix. And I think for the third one, one of them was a lady. $917 out of a $500 I think the third Matrix, one of them was a lady and one of them was still a guy. Alright. Well, women can do everything men can do. So, Except for make good movies. (laughs) Right or racist? Uh, That's actually right. All right, Mike. So, like I was saying uh, earlier in the episode, when you were gone, um, let's see, what were you, uh, what were you doing uh, that time you were gone? Uh, you were, um, uh, you were uh, drilling for oil underneath um, uh, convents for orphans, and, yeah. and you had to get all that oil. Oh, you love your oil, the orphan nuns in that convent. Yeah, and you were yeah. digging up Smurfs and eating them. Yep, I'm Gargamel. <laughs> Can we bring Gargamel back? He's due for a comeback. He was just hungry. He seems nice. He is nice. And plus, he created the Smurfs. So, in a way, it's like, who are we to say? Yeah. What he can and cannot do. With his own creation, you know? It's like, like you can eat your own kids if they're your kids, right? I think so. <laughs> okay. I'll look into it. Anyways... Uh, when we were when you were gone uh, with Stefan Heck of Real Good Show and whatever the fuck else he I don't know what he does, uh, but he's a good guy and, and we all love him. Cafe Cafe dot com. Hey, we almost forgot about it. Check him out at cafe at cafe dot com slash Stefan. And uh, we read some of the messages from Tiny Carebot. Oh yeah, Tiny Carebot. For those who don't know, is a creation of the one, the only Mister Johnny Sun, New York Times bestselling author, probably. <laughs> um, and uh, the toast of the town. And this this little bot is similar to Aloe App, which you heard earlier in the episode. And the goal is to, uh, hey, you know what? You know, just take some time, okay, bud? <laughs> right? So we read a few of them to Steph, and he really liked them. I think it's really improving his life. So I'm going to do the same for you. You've been under a lot of stress lately. Yeah. You I had have. the whole couch thing? <laughs> yeah. I had that. I had the whole couch... And then I had the chair thing. And the chair thing. So you've been thinking about nine eleven a lot lately. A lot of your texts to me lately have involved nine eleven in some way. Yeah, I say I'll be uh, three in the morning, three thirty four in the morning. Yeah. I sent one. It's you say you. Hey, up? you remember the uh, people who were jumping out of the skyscrapers? They were right. facing the the impossible choice of burning alive mm. or jumping to their. Uh, their death let's talk about that which one would you choose you remember that and then i then i said you ever feel like that <laughs> at three o'clock. what would you do in that case in that situation um i'll tell you what i wouldn't jump that's yeah. for damn sure you would not jump no you're crushed either way let's i would probably be like uh bring this podcast down i think that. what i would try to do is i would i would stay in there yeah but then i would kind of like try to ride the rubble down like a surfboard <laughs> to the bottom yeah Kind of like Fred Flintstone does when he gets off work. Yeah, rides that uh, dinosaur tail down. Yeah, I'd kind of yeah. do that. Yeah, why didn't they think of that? I don't Mor- know why more morons. People... I think a few guys did. I think <laughs> a few people did. Steve Ranasisi did. I'm pretty sure he did it. You know that guy? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he did it. Oh, boy. So, yeah, you've been thinking about 9-11 a lot lately. <laughs> Is that what we were talking about? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> no, we were talking about a tiny care bot. And uh, basically the idea is, you know, uh, we all have a rough time sometimes, and sometimes it's just, it's hard to, hard to stay on track. And uh, of course this thing has 95,000 followers on Twitter. That's cool. And uh, it's a bot. 
So that means, uh, I don't know if it's procedurally generated or if it's it's got some kind of seed or something, but it's not like Johnny Sons going on here and saying, don't forget to read. A book. Uh, he sounds like Dracula in my head. <laughs> How do you, what would it, what would his voice be? I don't want to do, I don't want to do a handicapped guy's voice. Yeah. Point is, it's all real words and it's like little emojis. And uh, I'm just going to read some to you and, and see if they improve your mood. See if they bring you up. Good you know? luck. I'm in a I'm in a foul mood. You're doing the dumps over there, thinking about Mohammed Atta. I got a little cloud hanging over me. Yeah, you do. I'm getting rained on. Yeah, but it's a stink cloud, like uh, just read like the thing, JF. <laughs> Charlie Brown. <laughs> okay, here's the first one. Uh, play what? some music that helps you feel safe, please. <laughs> so just play some of that music that helps you feel safe, please. Yeah. That's okay. That helps me a little bit. All of these say please in them as well. Just because he's polite. Because if you read if you read some of these messages, like if you get them sent to your phone and it buzzes you and you look down and it doesn't say please, you'd be like, ugh. Yeah. Rude. Put some put some shorts on that you like, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Can we do that? Can we yeah. make tiny care bitch? Yeah. Yeah. At Tiny Care Bitch, where it's just, uh, it's the same suggestions, but rude. Oh, shit, that's actually gone to your page. No! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that was a good one. Uh, But we're on a roll here. Let's keep going. Uh, Remember to stretch your arms, please. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Please remember to take some time to text your friends. About 9-11. I add parenthetically. (laughs) It doesn't say that part, but it's just my spin on it. Okay. Uh, it should say that. Please don't forget to take a quick break to ask someone for help if you need it. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, please take take a little bit of time to have some water. <laughs> <laughs> and we were only up to five hours ago because it tweets every hour on the hour. Oh, boy. 24 hours a day. <laughs> don't forget to eat something if you have not been eating regularly, please. <laughs> Stay hydrated, please. Remember to go outside if you can, please. And now we're back at. Please don't forget to play some music that helps you feel safe. So we're we're already reusing nine nine there's, hours apart. We're reusing these. There's only five of them, and they just keep rotating. Hey, uh, remember to do a posture check, please. <laughs> hey, uh, put a little food in your mouth and chew, chew it up because you can't eat it whole. <laughs> please, it'll choke. Please. Uh, 17 hours ago. Please breathe. <laughs> Come on. This is the corniest shit alive. That's the corniest shit on earth. Um, <clears throat> please remember to take some time to rest your eyes and look up from your screen. <laughs> what do you think? What do I think? I mean, how do you feel? Uh... Worse. Okay, we should keep. We need to keep going. (laughs) We're not going to keep going. Send some messages to your friends, please. (laughs) Please remember to play a song that grounds you. And please remember to rest your eyes and look at the sky. All right. Tough to do both at the same time, maybe. Yeah. Please don't forget to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, ah! I almost (laughs) forgot. Ah! You ever get so stressed you forget to breathe? Yeah. What what are some times you get too stressed to breathe? Um, 
And while you're doing that, please remember to stretch out your arms. So times I forgot to breathe? Yeah, well, sometimes you forgot to breathe. And make sure your posture is good as well. Last time I was jacking off, I think. Yeah. Last time. You were jacking off? Yeah, and I stopped in the middle of it, and I was like... (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) What was I doing? You have jack apnea. (laughs) Well, that's cool. So Tiny Kirabot, I think Stefan was a big fan of it, but you're saying it's not working for you. Yeah, it's for some reason it's not working for me. I don't. Uh, maybe it just works on some people. Uh, it doesn't work on other people. Maybe you're just too far gone. You think? Uh, probably. You think after that day, and that that day, that sunny day in early September. <laughs> you think maybe just after that, it's just. Yeah, everything just lost meaning after that day. You know, you look up, you look in the New York City skyline and there's two buildings not there. And mm-hmm. You look on the Wachowski family tree. Ah. There's two boys not there anymore. <laughs> All right. That's that's the entire show. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Well, then, hey, we got to do our mailbag. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Why do you want to leave after I start talking about this? Is it too emotional for you? <laughs> yeah. that's. I think that's what it is. It's just to uh, get, I just get worked up. Okay, fine. Well, uh, let's do the mailbag, please, and then we can go, and I'll put a blanket over your shoulders, one of those reflective blankets from the fire truck, <laughs> and you can sit outside on the ambulance, and you can just like breathe really heavy, and then you can take a sip of water and respond to some text messages from your friends, and <laughs> have a small bite to eat and listen to some music that calms you and grounds you. Beautiful. That's where you come in. It's time for That's Where You Come In, our mailbag segment. Uh, And as a reminder, if you've got a question or comment, ideally a question, it's easier to answer a question than a comment, uh, (laughs) which is one thing that I've noticed. Uh, You can send us an email at yourkickstartersucks at gmail.com. Not sure if that's the first time we've said that in this episode or not. But anyways, uh, you can can enjoy it. You can go on in there and send whatever you want, as long as it's nice. So uh, this one actually comes uh, comes to us from SoundCloud. Uh, we got a comment on there, and yes, we do get emails with your comments on SoundCloud, so we're watching you out there, boys and girls. Um, yeah. No, yeah. Sorry, you, you were going to add to that? No. You were just going to say, yeah. <laughs> just going to say, yeah. Okay. What's, what's wrong with the, uh, yeah. Nothing. All right. You're doing great. Thank you. This one is from Dunk Lord, who comments <clears throat> on episode 13, uh, Bullet Ball was the sad forearm game Mike was talking about. Oh, yeah. Do you remember remember at all what that is? I don't remember in context of the episode, but I remember Bullet Ball. The guy went on, I think, Shark Tank. um, And he had, like, poured all of his life savings into this fucking invention. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Had, like, a uh, fucking loan on his house or something. And uh, all to create this little game where you... There's like a little board and a ball, and you bap it with your hand. Extremely bad idea. Yeah. Um, it's really sad. It's on YouTube. Check it out if you like uh, just watching someone's dream die is right in front of you. <laughs> or you can listen to this podcast. That's another yeah. way to do it. Either way. Okay, I've got another one here from Clayton. And Clayton writes in, uh, Hello, Jesse and Michael. I have a question for you Hello. both. Hello. On a recent segment, 
of the jokeblogger.com bit. Michael said he didn't even think that one of the jokes was, in fact, a joke. Now, I understand that many attempts at jokes are unfunny and dumb, but I was wondering where you two draw the line between an unfunny joke and something that is not even a joke at all. What are the necessary components of a joke? <clears throat> any thoughts on that, Mike? The, so the components of a joke? Yeah, what's the difference between... You want to get into... What's the difference between a joke that fails yeah. and something that's just not a joke? <clears throat> I, I wish I knew what, what, uh, which one he was talking about, but... um. Yeah, there's no way to know because uh, we don't remember anything after we say it. Yeah, I'm guessing it's uh, it's one of the more milk toast joke blogger guys who says, uh, "Hey, Donald Trump, I can't wait till you're impeached," or something like that. You know, so a lot of times these people just, uh, I mean, you know how it is. You'll just be tweeting and you don't really care, so you just tweet to for the fuck of it. Well, not me. I appreciate every single <laughs> one of my fans. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, you know, you know, you either know a joke or you don't. You're either funny or you're or you're not funny. I'm not the fucking king of jokes over here, but um, I think it's pretty uh, pretty evident when you hear it. I'm gonna say it's intent. <clears throat> I think intent is the yeah. thing behind it. I think uh, even a total non sequitur can be a joke if the intent is for it to be funny, right? Like, uh, yeah. Like, if your kid walks up to you while you're watching TV and says, banana cheese, um, that's, that, that's a joke. They're yeah. telling you, they want you, they want you to laugh. There's intent behind it. Not much of a joke, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's not funny. And I will say that to their faces, that that is not funny. <laughs> that is lame. Uh, but, you know, that's a joke. You're trying to make somebody laugh. So anytime you do something that, that, that's trying to make somebody <clears> laugh, I think that's a joke. If you walk out of the door dressing funny. Uh, I think that's a joke, too, you know? Yeah, and I appreciate you doing that today. That was really nice. All right, let's move on. Do you have an email you'd like to read? Um, Max wrote in saying, uh, hey, trying to locate a bit. Um, first, just wanted to say I love your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you guys can stop say- saying that, right? <laughs> um, <clears throat> started oh. listening a couple months ago. Thank you, Max. Um, I donate to get your bonus up. Thank you, Max. And have since gone back from the beginning to listen to all of it. You really don't have to go to the beginning because they're all bad. I would say start with this episode we're recording right now. <laughs> and start at the end of this one. Yeah. Start at this email right now. After this, it's going to be good. And then you should be. You're both genuinely funny guys. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He says, I didn't say that. He said it. He put it in the, don't think that I'm saying blah, blah, Cause blah. Because you said blah, blah, blah just a I second ago. I said it ago. before and now I sound no, like a jerk. You sound like a real prick. Uh, if you're ever in Minneapolis, I'll gladly buy you a beer. You just uh, dox this guy? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, uh, ISIS is listening to it and saying, we gotta get Max in <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> ISIS, big fans of this podcast, by the way. <clears throat> the only um, fans, as far as I know. He says, I'm curious if you might be able to help me locate a bit that you might have done earlier in the show. For background, I also listened to Real Good Show and obviously think Mike was on the show recently for their 100th episode. That's true. You can listen to that and get like more of me, more of my content, in case you can't get enough, right? Um, and he's just as energetic <clears throat> on Real Good Show as he is right now. <laughs> At a point in that episode, uh, the RGS hosts began to rattle off some of their favorite moments from your show, and one that was mentioned, I think, by Stefan was an episode in which Mike got 
drunk over the course of the, I don't remember that. This seems no, like you wouldn't remember that. <clears throat> this seems like something you you guys actually did because the rest of the bits that the RGS hosts mentioned did happen. Um, I've been listening to your old shows. I can't seem to find it. This is an extremely long email. <laughs> Which I'll sum this up. Mike is getting tired of reading. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he was looking for Fishy Flip, episode 8. Yeah, uh, episode 8, Max. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. We're really pinned to the edge of our seats <laughs> for that email. Mike. Okay. Yes, Mike really did get hammered on Fishy Flip, <clears throat> episode 8, so check that out. Uh, debatable. Hey, this next one, I'm going to take I'm gonna take the rock. From, do you want, or do you want me to read it? Because you seem to run Why out of steam. Why don't you go ahead and read it? Okay. Yeah, I think you're a better summer upper than I am. Okay. I just read the whole thing. Okay. Well. So buckle up, motherfuckers. This is the get shit done emails. <laughs> Dear Mike and Jesse, uh, this is uh, from Jamie. I can't tell you how much I enjoy your show each week. Well, well you can try, bud. Uh, I hope you keep it up because I really believe there's a big future for it. I just upgraded my Patreon donation to $5 and was shocked to find that the bonus apps were like proper length podcasts of an hour in length. I assumed they were 15 minutes of throwaway, like the Bill Maher overtime shit or something. You're seriously underselling yourself. I would have subscribed sooner if I'd known. So that's something for all you folks out there who haven't subscribed to Patreon. Uh, and also, if you want us to read your email on the air, uh, mention Patreon in there so I can say that. <laughs> Anyways, so he, he writes in to tell us a little bit about dog food. I think we talked about dog food on a recent episode, and I Yeah, we were why. talking about So we were talking, I think we brought up uh, some Kickstarter that was like uh, boy food, girl food. Oh, that's right. A feed. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was, I remember Kid saying, chow. remember saying how dogs uh, have to eat dog food and it smells pretty great, but they would really like human food or something like that. Okay, yeah, that's right. So what he says is uh, he read that dogs have a completely different sense of smell, of course, uh, or what what smells or tastes good in food, uh, food than we do. God damn. I can't get my tongue out of the way. This is probably because their natural diet consists partly of scavenging for rotting carcasses. So they love and seek out the pungent smell and taste of rotting flesh. That means that dog food needs to stink a bit or dogs won't want to eat it. Uh, so, of course, that's a problem for dog food manufacturers because people want to buy their dog's food that seems like a real treat. So, obviously, we'll buy something that we think might smell good or does smell good to us, even mm -hmm. though our olfactory system is completely different uh, than dogs. So, um, dogs yeah. really don't like herbs or vegetables, but to us, that's like a crucial component of meals. That's why we're about to go squirt out some carrots in the kitchen yeah. and go ham yeah. on some of those bad boys. Uh, but he says, so when you get some fancy kibble that's chicken cordon bleu flavored, what you've actually got is a flavorless nutrient center coated with a chemical that smells and tastes like rotting meat, and then some flavoring that the dog actually hates, but the owner thinks that the dog likes. That's kind of cool. Thanks, yeah. Jamie, for that information. I actually did not know any <clears throat> of that stuff. I didn't either. It makes sense, if you think about it, you know? Yeah, so you're just fucking forcing your dog to eat this every time they eat the... What's the good dog food, then? What do you? I'm not gonna start buying rotting I think, carcasses off I th the street. Yeah, like, and if you if you just went and got your dog some some steak and gave your dog steak, he'd like fucking shit all over the house. Yeah, you just can't please these guys. <laughs> That's why you got a pig. You just shove any old thing in his mouth and he eats it yeah. up. Yeah, he doesn't care, does he? He does not. Care. Well, he doesn't like kale. <laughs> I 
I made some kale earlier, and I was feeding him like the stalks, um, the kale stalks, uh, and uh, he just like spit it out. He wouldn't eat it. Hey, sounds like me. But he will eat the buttons off of my shirt. So, <laughs> so in go the, figure. In the big food rankings, you've got number one uh, shirt buttons. Yeah, yeah. Way down the list, kale. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Uh, you got anything else you want to read on here, bud? No, that's it. We didn't get any more emails. I think we got some emails. Did we get some more emails? Uh, uh, what, let's see. Here's one that says here, uh, Jesse's cool. And yeah. and Mike should go get him a beer when this episode is done recording. And it says anonymous. So thanks to uh, thanks to, thanks uh, to whatever mysterious benefactor. Thanks out to anonymous <laughs> for writing that. Yeah. Well. All right. So that's the end of the show. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Your Kickstarter stinks. It's just no. It's just your Kickstarter. Oh, okay. Uh, also Patreon as well. We talked about. We got full length. We need to be. We need to be really pumping that. They're full-length episodes yeah, on Patreon. And sometimes uh, those episodes even go up before our regular ones do because we don't have our priorities straight and we're two big old sacks of shit. So. Yeah, our shit's all fucked up. Uh, <laughs> thanks, though. Th- yeah, thanks anyway. <laughs> but we do <laughs> suck really bad. Uh, and, of course, yourkickstartersucks.com is the Tumblr you can check out with more shitty Kickstarter, shitty projects, all kinds of shitty bullshit. Shit. For your shitty ass. And let's make shit happen. So thanks for listening to the show, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.